Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Joe Thunder back once again with another episode of the Smoking Joe Thunder podcast. Got the homie Elvis Freshly in the building today. Yo, what's going on, man? How you doing, brother? Chilling, chilling, you know. Another day, another dollar. Making it. Getting that money. You know. Yeah, we're yeah. Out here. We got a special co-host, Big Crook, with us on the on the building too. Oh, what's going yeah, on, Crook? What's going down, fam? How Thanks. You doing? Yeah, thank, I'm doing good. I want to thank you guys for having me as a co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah right appreciate, right. I appreciate you, man. you coming out. Exactly. And real quick, shout out to Be Good, our official sponsor. You know what I mean? Over there on 11 West Hamden. You know, 114th and Cherokee and Northland. Right across the street from the Boondocks. Right off the, you know right across the highway. highway. Highway, not street. Highway. You it's know what I'm talking about. Highway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, we got a banger for you today, and you don't even know how this motherfucker is because yeah. we got one of the fucking best graffiti bombers, artists in the motherfucking world. Like, no cap. Like, this motherfucker's taking styles, and every time he grabs a can, whether it's legal, illegal, whatever, he's just changing the motherfucking game. My, am I lying or what? No, you definitely I'm ain't. Like I, uh, beast mode, like you don't really. I'm definitely get... pumped to have to have this interview today All for right. sure because that was King of we're Kings. Looking forward to it. You know what I mean? We got Shoe in the building, TKO. Yeah, what up? L4 what up, Doug. man? Yeah. In the crib. You know what I'm saying? What's going down? Dude? Nah, man. Thank you uh, for having me. Uh, I, I mean, I know I've done a couple with you guys uh, before, but. Uh, uh, you know, this time I'm solo dolo. So. Solo dolo, man. We're gonna get to the get and let them know yeah. kind of where it all started. Like, man, you definitely elevated and you <clears throat> elevate so many people around you. It's it's wild. Like, you're a motivator. I appreciate that, man. That's one thing uh, I'm really big on myself about uh, is um, you know when I die, I want people to remember me as 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 somebody that maybe had uh, inspired them for real in one form of art. You know what I mean, or another. So. Yeah, appreciate that. Now, you've inspired a gang of people. And like Elvis like says all the time, bro, tell them about like the one thing, bro, that really kind of sticks out with this cat right here. You said it <laughs> nah, many, yeah, I always many say it. times. I know, I do always say it. No, for real, the reason I uh, I, I say you're my favorite, my favorite graffiti writer is because uh, you paint with people and you, you know, usually, sometimes, unless it depends on who you're painting with, but match their style. Yeah, and and burn them. You know, it's like no, I appreciate you, that. I, really, bro. Every time I like, damn this motherfucker. No, I appreciate it, man. Uh, to cool. me, it's uh, you know, it's not only just matching styles. I it's like uh, matching uh, energy. And, yeah, you yeah. know. So if someone ha- is coming with that, that you raw, know, that raw, um, aggressive energy, then I I definitely uh, try to match that. Yeah, or someone just coming with some shit. nice, <laughs> clean, readable. You know, uh, legible shit. Then I, then I don't, I don't mind matching that as well. You know, yeah. it definitely keeps it interesting for me, and then uh, it keeps it fun. You know what I mean? And uh, to me, graffiti is, is, you know, I got my career, I got a family and shit, and so graffiti to me is, it, it's, it's, it's an outlet, and I've always looked at it like that. So you know, to have fun and remember why I, I, I do this originally, is uh, important to me. So. Yeah, man. Do you remember the first thing that kind of inspired you to want to write and just just hit the yeah. walls and stuff? Um, I I think you know while growing up in Albuquerque, man, there's a big uh, wow. For one, there was a big hip hop scene back in the day. Also, there's a big gang culture. So I think some of the early on. Uh, influences came from like gang graffiti. Um, you know, I, I grew up in the hood in, in Albuquerque, man. So a lot of the varios, uh, you know, that were in the area, man, they're block letters, you know, yeah, like yeah. the script writing, the old E. I think you that's know. like the sickest shit, bro. Like, you know, yeah, fonts. That's like fonts. where it's from, too, you know. That's where uh-huh. all that shit's originally from. It's yeah, shit. you know, and so growing up seeing all that and then um, later on getting into hip hop. Uh, I would see uh, like graffiti magazines and shit back in the day, and then um, you know I kind of I kind of mesh it all together. You know what I'm saying? So I took inspiration from all of that, all of that man, like font lettering. You know, doing old English has a certain formula. You know, and then wild style. You know, loose graffiti layers on layers also has a certain formula. But I just I keep it. I kind of mesh it all with everything I'm inspired by. Cause at the end of the day, man. At the end of the day, I'm a fan of it all. You know, um, I don't, I don't really have one style. I don't, I don't like to just focus on one, one thing. You know, okay. so I take all the inspirations from everything that I grew up from, and even emotions and energy and who I'm with and everything. Man, I think all that plays a part. You know. Oh yeah, yeah you do bro. Have, but even having said that, you, inside of that, you even have. 
original styles that like nobody could be like oh yeah I appreciate it he got that from me or whatever yeah. you know what i mean like i don't i i don't see it and and i i really I, there's some shit that i'm like nah, you, you know what's up man you're actually analyzing a lot of it and, and you know i think uh, uh even even some of that I try to make it so crazy To where motherfuckers Can't even bite my shit How could you bite that? You know what I'm saying? Right. Know, but I then know. But then that I goes know. back To your ism I call it My homie Payer uh, Shout out to Payer A.E. Mob um, he, he taught me To pay attention more To my, my ism My own flavor That's my own energy That's within myself So once when, when I started Paying attention to that You know No one could be you It doesn't matter how right hard they you know they could try um the, the only one who could be you is you and so i just just i i strive to be the best version of, of what i like to do and what i'm inspired by and mesh it together so um yeah man but then when you channel in on that and and you you acknowledge it and understand a little bit of it and then it man sky's the limit because i pushed myself to limits that i didn't even know i had i look back at pieces i did i'm like how in the fuck did i do that and the only thing i don't even really know how anything's gonna come out i just know i believe in myself so much that when i approach anything that i'm just like fuck it you know what i mean yeah. I, I just i go for it and so, most of the time it works out so i've had a few i've had a few fails as well but I learned from that, so the next time I, I go and approach it again, I you know it gives me a little bit more of a direction to take when I get right, stuck. You right. know, there's no no uh, yeah. success with uh, without failure. Hey, and yeah. that's what it is, man. Ain't no one perfect, bro. And mm -hmm. someone starts somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I I got pictures, man. I was looking at some old photos of shit uh, when I when I was like 13, 14, man. No letter structure, no nothing, no effects, nothing, man. And, I, but at the same time, I was just like, man, you know, that's crazy how far I've came, you know what I'm saying, and and learned. Definitely. Right. I've seen it, too, and I mean, even yeah. from, from back in the day, seeing, yeah. like, old old shit, you know, to now. And, and you know, even when you did, you wrote another name, you know, too. Yeah. Um, I, I really seen, like, you were doing, every letter was different type shit. Yeah. Like, and, like, yeah. just a bunch of shit where I was like, damn, he's like... Flexing on fools, and then I, when you came back to shoe, bro, it was like you came back with the yeah. vengeance or something. Like I was like, whoa, he's this was crushing, like crushing shit. And and like I said, with those those original styles, bro, I really seen I, nobody. I've seen people almost like even attempt it, yeah. and they can't because there's it's just something about the way that you. It it, it, it I like that you said that it was a. Uh, uh, from yourself, your ism, your, your, ism, your thing, ism, yeah. you know, because that's truly what it is, man. And I, I respect the shit out of that. Yeah, and like that's important. It's, it's important. You, you can see it in yeah. in that work, bro. Right. Truly. No, uh, I appreciate it, man. I I really do appreciate when people acknowledge that because that lets me know that they're on, they're on, they're on that same game. You right. know what I'm saying? They're paying attention. Yeah, yeah, and you know, there's there's different levels to to thinking about shit and perspectives. And when you see someone else who who's on that level somewhat, man, you're like, yeah, that's dope because it, it's it's not everyone approaches shit like that, and that's cool. You know, I'm not saying my way is the only way, but it, when you're on that level, it's it's dope to acknowledge other people, like-minded individuals with that, yeah. you know, you know, and uh, creativityness. Yeah, well, not for sure. You know, sure. I get I get caught up in in uh, the oh, I gotta this. There's a formula to graffiti, right. mm -hmm. and and I have to follow this. This this thing that I know what graffiti is. Yeah. I know the rules now. Not I know. There are I know rules. what it is. But like, no, there is. You know, there and there and there is. But once you know them, and you and you, you're so, like, this is a part of you. You grew with. You know, graffiti was a part of your life I, yeah. for a long fucking oh, yeah. time, and <clears throat> you grew with it. And you you knew the you know the rules. You know the mm. all the shit that you have to do. The structure of a piece. But within that, once you have that. Like and then truly being like, all right, now I can break the rules because I right. know them all. It's foundation, I bro. I could do me and not worry about what has been traditionally good in graffiti. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, foundation is. You know, I always tell like younger graffiti writers, man. Like, once you, you know, you can't build a house without a foundation, a strong foundation. Right. So once you learn the basics of letter structure, and to me, that's one thing I'm real big on. I'm I'm, I'm very picky about that. Like. Is uh, letter structure, bro. Like if um if I can't read your shit and you have all these effects and all this crazy shit, uh, to me it just like automatically like disqualifies your your credit. 
you know what I'm saying? So to me, I take the elements of like letter structure, um, uh, composition, how well you 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 your your fluidity and and all that shit, you know. Um, and so I, I take all that shit into consideration with my own pieces. So I want to make sure it's legible enough, and then you know, freak it to where it's got little little crazy details or transparent. Uh, layering effect, you know, all and this crazy shit. Yeah. Them, yeah, so I'm a all mesh of tricks. all that shit, but yeah. it always goes back back to the foundation, man, the basics of this shit, you know. Um, yeah, because like you said, letters. motherfuckers do highlights and blings and yeah. extra yeah. whistles and bells and, yeah. and all that shit on do some like, on, <laughs> Yeah, and some puffs and some spritzes. And, <laughs> And, and they don't have no fucking composition. Yeah, yeah, they have no it. real letter structure. And the, what they're doing is sick, bro. I know a bunch yeah. of people. I have homies, good friends who are. <laughs> we who all are, do. Who yeah. are really, I mean, they're sick as fuck. Oh, man. They're you know, sick. But their letter, I'm like, bro. Yeah. Player, yeah, like, letter structure. You know, and it is. And, and me too, you know, and that's something that I'm. Until I really, I had three people that I really looked up to in graffiti yeah. tell me that you, yeah. you, you're, you're dope, but like you, you don't know how to paint. Obviously, they're like, obviously right. you know how to paint. Can't control, yeah. But like, what's up with your letters? You gotta like <laughs> really think about where you're putting shit. That's like, good, yeah. It. And and once I really honed in on that, you know what I mean, and really was like, all right, I'm gonna work on that. Yeah. I felt like that they're was when it. I started yeah. getting I noticed. better at graffiti. You know what I mean? Yeah. Still, I'm working on it now. I still, there's still shit. I'm like, ah, that art is too. Well, you're your own critique you know? at the end of the day, right, too. Right, right. right. But, but until I went to foundation, straight yeah. letters, doing fucking, people want to like skip all that shit and do sick ass wild yeah. styles right and away. You can't, yeah, you, I mean, you know, you know what's funny is like I recently uh, took on boxing with my son and um, one of the, the, one of the major key things they teach you right off the bat is um, uh, technique, you know what I'm saying? And you know, that's like fucking, yeah. you know. Foundation, fucking, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's equivalent to like foundation and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? But like without technique and form, you really don't have anything to fall back on, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, that's major. That's, that's like major shit right there. That's dope, man. Hey, let's talk about like the early years of growing up in Albuquerque, man. <coughs> Did you like choose like graffiti over the gangs? Was it like your way yeah. not to join the yeah. gang? Hell yeah, man. Uh, you know, both my parents are, are from Varios, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they, the South Valley, right? Valley? Uh, yeah, my, my mom's from Barella. She's more downtown Albuquerque. And my dad is, um, uh, you know, he's from Duranis, which is like, uh, I guess it's like, um, uh, it's considered the North Valley. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they're you know they I've you know uncles and aunties and all that shit and in, in that gang life and shit. I I learned I learned from them early on. I seen a lot of fucked up shit that I probably shouldn't have seen early on. So I, I got traumatized, you know what I mean? And yeah, man, I I didn't I didn't want to join a gang. I was pretty close to at one point. I'm glad I didn't, but I uh, you know I didn't take. I'm glad I didn't take that route. Instead, I had a couple homies that were into uh, who actually grew up the same as me. You know, they had a dysfunctional family, they had family members that were strung out. They didn't want to be in a gang either, so we were like, well, you know, like we got to stick together and shit. And then uh, they listened to hip hop. Mm -hmm. They they were into like Wu Tang and Nas early. I was gonna say, what were they bumping in Albuquerque in those days? Shit, man, you know what, man? Like, it, uh, I remember Nas back in the day was big and big pun. And then uh, Grave Diggers was like my first underground hip hop shit that kind of like changed <laughs> oh, my man. whole. They changed yeah. my whole like perspective on underground That's music. Tight. And then from there, I got into like, uh, man, fucking. Um, uh, like boot camp click and then yeah. um, a lot of East Coast uh, rap, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Lost Boys and uh, Cannabis even, right. and and, and then I, even old school shit too. Yeah, like like I didn't really like growing up. I was kind of yeah. oh yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, Yo, what was crazy is like Albuquerque for being so small. They have like the spot that had all the shit. What was LA it? Underground, LA yeah. Underground, man. Shout out, out to them. They show mad yeah. love, man. I remember buying fifty MCs on yeah, tape bro. there, like a gang of mixtapes. Yeah, shit. So they had the music. They had the access. Albuquerque yeah. was yeah. blessed to have a, you know uh, a hip hop shop like them, bro. And they're still around, still kicking it, bro. So yeah, shout out bro. to them, man. But yeah, I remember tune with the culture. Yeah, Time. Going on. Yeah, they had, they had smooching on passed for the fucking or... b boys and shit. They had, yeah. they knew what everybody needed. It was dope. Exactly. Yeah, so you know, growing up, man, I would go over there after I got into hip hop. I would go over there, you know, and I would ask them like, you know, what, what was the latest 
shit that came out and I remember buying some like Jedi Mind Trick shit and Necro and all this oh, and just being blown away you know and that sounds like some Albuquerque shit you know well I mean? it was man like Albuquerque is, is weird man yeah, cause it's like hip hop yeah the, the, there's a big New York influence in Albuquerque yeah. and then there's also a big LA influence there so it was a mesh of the two cultures mm-hmm. and I was dope to me I was like that's Damn. like out here kind of I would say yeah, yeah. Colorado little, yeah. Yeah. A, yeah a little bit yeah but in, it's in, more in gangster out there though it's nah. more Hispanic Chicano yeah. In Albuquerque, right? Yeah, Mexico. And it's more hip hop too. It's like East Coast. Over here, everybody's all fucking West Coast. I feel like a lot of people are leaning a little more West Coast hip hop. Whereas in Albuquerque, cats are like, they wanted lyrical, like East Coast type type vibe. That's how Exhibit was produced then, right? Yeah. Do you remember? Did you know? Yeah. What do you remember him from the scene? Because he was from there, right? Is that Uh, right? So he's not from there, but he uh, he's from Detroit. Uh, Well, from from what I know, he's he was from Detroit. His dad was a was a school teacher out there in Albuquerque. And uh, he got into it with his mom or something like that, and then moved with his dad in Albuquerque. And I think maybe like middle school, uh, early high school, he was out in Albuquerque. Okay. But he was doing his thing out there. I remember hearing rumors and shit because he used to fuck with this group called uh, I think they're called Empty Pockets. Okay. And uh, they were like a local um, uh, rap group from Albuquerque, but he was fucking with them. Mm-hmm. And then, from what I understand, he he was really hot in Albuquerque, and he ended up uh, he bounced out to LA. Basically with nothing His car that was it Some chains And he went out there And Said pay my ride (laughs) Nah this is like Way way before all that man But he uh, And then he he linked up With uh, the alcoholics Somehow Yeah I remember that Yeah And did shit with them And then uh, Later caught attention From Dr. Dre And his fucking just blew up after that, man. Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, man. Uh, shout out to Exhibit, man. He he uh, he be repping, you know, uh, here and there. I be hearing them rapping yeah. and shit. So that's cool. Okay, okay. There's not too many people that have, that have, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, think of Albuquerque as um be- like uh, Heisenberg and fucking uh, Breaking Bad uh, and all that a lot shit. Of fighters. Or cops back in the day and shit. Like really good. I mean, there's, there's yeah UFC yeah. man. Uh, uh, fighting is yes, yes. yeah. Johnny shit. Tapia. Johnny yeah, Tapia. Uh, uh, fighting R. is you know because in New Mexico Albuquerque man. It's you know we're we're a bunch of small small people man Chicanos Jones, and shit right, so we don't get a lot of these like athletes that are six six and all mm-hmm. that man so uh, you know and out there it's it's tough man you gotta have tough skin to grow up out there so a lot of people are fighting you it's know it, it's it's a, a everyday life right there so uh, so so fighting became a big part of the culture man and um, yeah Giant Tapia is, is a product of that legend R I P yeah yeah R I P man and uh, Danny Romero yeah. and uh, you know Holly Holmes and yeah a lot yeah. of them man yeah Holly Home. John big, Jones, shout out to John Jones and yeah. shit too. Yeah, John Jones. Yeah, John yeah. Jones probably he I mean he he could have been the best ever. Or he, yeah. he's still arguably I mean his argument. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. <laughs> hey, let's get back to like those graffiti days in Albuquerque. Yeah. How'd you kind of get started doing graffiti? Uh like I said, man, just being inspired from my surroundings growing up and then uh I've always been an artist. Always, man. I always drawing and shit. Always drawing portraits of my sister and uh, you know, family members, my aunties. Yeah, family down there. That's how they grow. Yeah, yeah. So uh I've always been an artist. So um uh, I think one of my homies had a black book and uh I got into graffiti when I was 14 years old. It was freshman year in high school, I remember. But one of my homies, Joel, uh shout out to him, um, he had a black book and I remember just flipping through it and it had all these like vibrant, uh, crazy, ala- shit. crazy elaborate pieces in them, bro. And uh, I just remember being blown away by that. Then he would add like a little character next to his piece. You right. know what I'm saying? And I, I, and I related more to like the character. Was the, he doing uh, the pieces too? Yeah, yeah. It was his black book, okay. but you know, the way the black books work, especially in high school, you, you hand them out to people that you know are going to burn it. You uh-huh. know what I mean? That they are going to do some nice shit in there. Excuse me. So you know he he had it he had it filled pretty good, bro. So I remember flipping through and just being inspired. And he's like, you know what, fucking, what, what you know, why don't you take it home for a couple of days, bro, and then bring it back. You know what I mean? But like you know, here's some mark. I didn't have nothing. He gave me some right. markers, and he's like, here, bro. You know, take a couple of days on it, and then you know, just bring it back when you're done. I was like, all right, cool. And uh, I went home and I went on the internet. Back in the day, they had a website called Art Crimes. I don't know yeah. if you guys remember that shit. Oh, yeah. Art Crimes. <laughs> so I went on there. The yeah, yeah. And they had like every graffiti writer in the world <laughs> in that shit. And uh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't have a graffiti name, bro. And I didn't tell my homie either, you know? So, so you had to come up with some I, shit I went on there and I remember I think, I think I picked like the third name that popped up and shit. It was like Arson or some shit like that. And then uh, 
I, I did like a I, I did an arson piece with like a little Wu Tang W. I just threw it in there because just, just because I was into Wu at that time, and uh, it had nothing to do with anything. I just thought it'd be cool, whatever. And so I did an arson. It was, it was fucking. It was horrible. You know what I mean? But I I, I from from that point on, I knew I was. I was like, man, this You're is this is dope. Do you know this. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And then and then my homie would have graffiti magazines and I remember seeing like Bates and all these old school Lumen and Dame and Dare and all these fools in these magazines bro from overseas and I just remember like damn you could do that shit on wall that looks three dimensional that looks like it's gonna pop out at me wow cause I was always attracted to the realism from being right. younger drawing portraits and shit so the 3D aspect of it was like mind blowing to me and I was like that's what I wanna do man hell yeah and when did you move to Denver? so um my stepdad so my mom and my I, so i was raised by my mom and my stepdad and then my mom ended up uh leaving the house uh for the street life when i was about 13 so she bailed out so it was my dad me and my brother and my sister and my sister was a baby at the time so he had two teenagers in a in a in a in an infant Anyways, he, he was he was a, he was a single dad. You know, most people get raised by their, their single moms. I was lucky enough to be raised by my single dad. Yeah, that shit's rare, bro. So he was having a hard time, bro. It was rough, and then you know it was, there wasn't a whole lot of money at the time, and um, he was working this job, and he, he ended up getting a job offer in in uh, I think it was like El Paso, uh, Utah, and Denver, Colorado, and he was like, "Fuck it, Denver's." Uh, I, I want to go check out Denver. Fuck it, you know, like, cause like to us in Albuquerque, Denver's a big city. Right. So he was like, "Fuck it, I'm, you know, I'm gonna move out there and I'm try down, to get, huh? try to give these kids like a better opportunity, education wise, everything." Right. So yeah, one day, man, he's just like, "You know what? I, you know, we're gonna move to Denver." And I was like, "Fuck, for real?" How much notice? I was like sixteen. I was like sixteen, seven, sixteen years old, I think. And uh, no, nah, it, it, it was. See, like, so he, he he made up his mind because he got the job offer and it was quick. They wanted him to come ASAP. Right. So he got the job offer and he moved my brother and my sister out first. I was at the time I was I was in I was into like my homies and all this. And I, you know, I found hip hop and graffiti. So I was all into it. And um, I didn't want to go at first. You know what I mean? Right. I was like, nah, I'm gonna stay behind and shit. So I stayed with one of my uncles. And like a year went by and shit, and then I started fucking up at school. And he's like, you know what, motherfucker, you're coming out here whether you like it or not. Right. And uh, I was like, fuck it then. All right, whatever. You know, I was, I was getting in trouble. I was going to jail and shit. I was fucking up. So uh, I ended up moving out here when I was about 16, I want to say. Right about the start of high school? Uh, no, nah, yeah, I, I was in high school. I think I was like a sophomore, maybe junior, going into junior year. I, I think I was like a sophomore. Right, and then you're bringing your graffiti to Denver. Yeah, so Denver I, had I had, thing, right? yeah, I had brought my my whatever I thought was dope at the time out here, and uh, and I linked up with a couple of homies. Yeah, fucking uh, uh, the first high school I went to was North Glen High School. Um, and I met like a few homies there, but they weren't as serious as I was. You know what I'm saying? They kind of did it like, you know, like, you know, occasionally or, or like their parents didn't, didn't, didn't let them. So then I went to a more fucked up school and it was called Hinkley High School in Aurora. And that, shit was, that shit was filled with some bunch of goons and shit. And that's where I met my homie Heiser, bro. And uh, Shout out. Yeah, shout out to, to my crazy ass homie Heiser, man. And uh, yeah, I, I, I met my homie Heiser. Then from there I met my homie Rove. And then, um, yeah, yeah, we were just youngsters, bro. And uh, they, they were from L.A., and LA graffiti, they're on some whole, they were on their whole different shit right. back Even then. Even different from Albuquerque, right? Oh, way different, bro. That was one of Albuquerque's inspirations. Like you're so. saying Albuquerque's more East Coast influence, where like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, but well, it's both. smaller too, and like, you yeah. know, they don't have the same type of spots, the same yeah. amount of people doing it. Exactly. It's, it's, no, it's just, just smart to scale down. Like I say, we're yeah. 10 years behind LA, Albuquerque's 10 years behind us. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe sure. 15. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I give them the 10, though. You know? No, yeah, it's, it's, it's old school, bro. It like, and you know like they still low ride and all that shit out there and you know the bald heads and the whole you know the whole cholo look and shit is like still popping over there and shit but yeah nah so then i met up with like heiser and um that fool would fucking sneak out at night he'd steal his mom's car i remember and we'd go out and go paint fucking the streets of aurora for you know it started with aurora and shit you know because we didn't you know, we didn't want to go too far. Right. Right. And then they eventually it just ventured out into Mont Denver, Bello, right? bro. Yeah. Well, Mont yeah. Bello. Yeah. Montbello too, bro. Cause Bello, yeah. Right? yeah. 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 So it started Aurora, Montbello, you know, the East side, all that shit. And then it just it went out to Denver 
I remember. And uh, yeah, man, and it just took off from there. Hey, one of the funny stories you told me over the years, uh, can you tell is um, you were like on the news. You were on like TV for graffiti, right? When you were younger? A couple times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said a couple times. Can you kind of tell the, the one that your dad seen when you guys, you guys got home? <laughs> Yeah, so it was when they were building, uh, what was it called, um, T-Rex or some Light shit. Or some shit yeah, T-Rex was there, yeah. T-Rex. Light it was like off I-25 or whatever. And uh, they were doing construct, you know, like they were working on it. And um, I remember one night I was just like, man, I'm going to go do like a, a little yellow fill right off the fucking freeway right there. And I went and I did it, bro. And uh, it was ugly ass yellow fucking brownish yellow it was ugly as fuck it was like a mist tint from Home Depot it was like five bucks or some shit and uh, I ended up doing it fucking um, you know fucking going back home you know and and you know thinking I was the shit and uh, I remember a um, couple couple nights later bro me and my family were, like eating dinner and shit and uh, it was me and my dad and then his, his girlfriend at the time and we're watching the news and shit and all of a sudden they fucking they're like graffiti has become a problem and uh, during this uh, T uh, T Rex uh, project, and uh, and then they they flash a big old fucking ugly ass yellow shoe, big as fuck on the whole screen, and my dad just fucking looks at me and shakes his fucking head, and it's like you motherfucker. And then he fucking tells uh, his girlfriend and shit. She's like, "Wow, like, oh, what's going on?" You know, he's like, Is it this motherfucker, and he fucking slaps me up and shit. And I'm like, I'm like this the is fucking what, news. you know, like this is what I'm doing, man. Like, uh, you know what I mean? And he's like, "Motherfucker, man." That's sick. I'm still, you're like getting punished, but it's still, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. At the same, like, yeah, I'm over here getting hit by him and shit. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. How many graph writers saw <laughs> that news. shit? Yeah. yeah, everybody seen that. Yeah, shit. it was ugly as fuck too. Uh, but I was. So proud of that shit, man. Yeah, I, you know, back uh, then yeah. when you made it on the news, it was like a big deal, bro. And then motherfuckers would talk about that shit for months. You know what I'm saying? So I, w I went back to school and all the homies were like all jealous and shit. And I'm like, that's right, motherfuckers. Yeah, you know. That's right. It was like a little trophy, bro, being on the news for some graffiti shit. You know? Cause when, when was that? What year was that? Fuck, homie. I want to say that was before I was even TKO. So it's fucking like 03 maybe. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, that was the news. News was prevalent then. Oh yeah, yeah bro. News, like yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was. Everyone watching news. Internet yeah. wasn't popping. Nothing like what it what it is now, man. For sure. So that's no. so the everyone was watching that it was shit. Chat rooms at that time. Dial up and shit. That was it. Yeah, dial up chat rooms. <laughs> hey, what were some of the first crews you were in or crews you started? You guys were young. Early on, man, me and my, my, my homie Joel, who I mentioned earlier, um, we had started a crew called MD. Um, uh, yeah, it was uh, MD. Um, and then, you know, I, I started meeting other homies and shit, like in my high school, as I, as I started, like, uh, it, well, well, you know, like this is still in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was meeting, like, older writers. Um, and, uh, you know, like a couple of cats took me under the... Uh, took me under under their wing my, uh, my homie alpha um he uh he had a crew called aspk man i used to think that that was like the shit you know like because me starting out your high school's like a big deal then yeah. your state's a big deal and then you start looking traveling you see like you know outside your state's a big deal and then i just remember like being in high school and that homie was like the man he was really good and i just remember like uh, aspiring to be like down with one of his crews you know what i'm saying and then uh yeah, one day he put me down and shit, and I just, I remember that, bro, that feeling, you know what I mean? And I was like, damn, hell yeah, stepping stones and shit, you know? Right. Nice. What about when you came out to Denver? Um, Denver, uh, so I, I, I tried to bring, like, MD out here, but um, it didn't, I didn't end up uh, sticking with it because I kind of lost, uh, I lost communication with my homies and shit because I was kind of, you know, I was on my Colorado shit, you know, by then when we moved out here. Um and then, uh, yeah, when I linked up with Heiser, man, we started a crew called Al4WO. Uh, stands for uh, Looking for Ways Out. And uh, me and him started it just one night. I think we are like 17, 18 years old, bro. And we started it. Started putting it up in the streets. Start, started uh, beefing with fools and building a rep off that shit, man. And we started putting down fools. Uh, later on, my homie uh, um, Rove and uh, Dams, and shout out to them and shit. Uh, and, uh, you know, a couple other homies... Uh, on the way you know what i'm saying and um but for the most part it's just been me and heiser you know to this day still mm -hmm. repping it what about tusk uh tusk was down yeah but tusk didn't get down to later on mm -hmm. yeah no uh so like when i met tusk and payer i want to say i met him around the same time i met tusk Coz, payer um 
Preach, all them, you know, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, I, I met all them kind of at the same time because when I, so when I first moved from Albuquerque to Aurora, um, there was these walls under 225 freeway. Call, uh, everyone called them at that time the SK walls or the 225 walls. Yeah. So I, I lived right there in those apartments and shit. So those walls were literally like literally like my backyard walls. So I'd go there almost every day after high school or, or wherever, you know, on the weekends. I'd go hang out there and just fucking. And I'd run into a bunch of riders. I ran into like so many riders there. And, uh, and, and also I would just practice over there. I remember painting and buffing over shit all the time and just. You know, learning shit. But yeah, I met Tuss. I, I met Tuss. I think down there. I met Payer. I met Coes. Preach. Uh, fuck. Act. Uh, a lot of writers, bro. Uh, that sounds like the spot, right? Well, back then it yeah, was it used to be the spot. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was a big wall. It was a big like under underpass, bro. It like was super secluded. Too. Yeah, there was a river there was that no went. Path yeah, there, yeah, yeah. There was there was no light rail, no, no nothing rail, right no there. Nothing. So it was like a field, and then and then the freeway underpass. Yeah. So uh, and then the walls were nice and flat. And uh, there was this, it was like dirt underneath there, so it was perfect, bro. You go in there and you could roll it out, and you, you could fucking hang out there fucking eight hours if you wanted to. Right. Yeah. So yeah, man. I and then I met a lot of fools down there, and I, I learned a lot, like painting, because I was always there. And yeah, man, I was blessed actually to even have that in my surroundings. You know, when I look back at it all. How are you getting your paint back then? Sounds like you're still in. Stealing, I mean, because I didn't have a whole lot of money until I got a job, you know what I'm saying? So I'd steal. Um, I'd what go was, to, the, what you was your best way to get the most cans? Bro, I, at that time, it was just like Hobby Lobby because there's a Hobby Lobby up the street. So, uh, you know, fucking, I would, just, I would just walk out with paint with like a what cart full have? of paint. Back then, it was Krylon. Krylon <laughs> they had Krylon. <laughs> they didn't carry like all the shit they carry now with yeah. all the designer paint. Like and then later on, so. when I got down with TKO and I met like some of the homies from TKO out here, they were on a whole different fucking some Home Depot shit. Yeah, fucking walking out, shit. out. <laughs> some carts and, and shit. Carts, carts. Hell yeah, two at a time and shit. Oh man, I remember that, that shit was. When I look back and I'm like, damn. Hey, real quick, go back. How did you get down? How did you meet T? You said you met Coz and them at the SPLs, yeah. So like, you- I so like I was. I met Coz and them, and like they were they were crushing it. But I was more so into like my homies that I already knew. So mm-hmm. um, at the time, I started coming around like Tusk and uh, and um, you know like a lot of the SK cats and shit at the time. And um, and then you know Heiser was always still around too. So those were like my main homies that I painted with. And then um, I don't know when I think like oh four oh five. Um, I just man like I remember seeing TKO like in a lot of graffiti videos. Um, I mean, like, like, like the old war videos and shit. So right. I was, I was like, damn. Well, I got my local homies, and then I got uh, these fools that are that are in Colorado. They're like big leagues, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like they're, you know, TKO back then was like, fucking, right. it was For crazy, sure, bro. Yeah. So, so I was like, well, you know, I, w- I want to take my career, my 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 graffiti career to the next level, and um, I want to paint with the big dogs, basically. So. Uh, you know, like they already, you know, like like some of them kind of knew of me and they knew what I was doing and shit. But I wasn't like really heavy in in the streets. I was bombing, you know what I mean. But I wasn't like heavy, heavy into it like how they were climbing shit and all this crazy shit. So uh, I I just linked up with Coz one day, bro. Um, my homie Heiser had already kind of like went that route, made that connection with right. Them. Yeah, yeah. He 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 went to AE first and then uh. And then he, and I think he got down with TKO around that same time and shit. So he was already like on it, and I seen him doing his thing and shit. So I, um, I hit up the homie Coz because I heard he was like the main dog of, of TKO out here, and so uh, he was like, "Well, all right, homie. Well, then fucking um, come meet me here, bro. And uh, you know what I mean? Like we'll fucking go out and paint on, you know, and I'll see what you're about. And uh, yeah, fucking um, we went out and painted and. You know, he taught me a lot, bro. He taught me uh, about a lot of shit, man. Just being, like, street smart, like, bombing-wise, you know what I'm saying? Like, dealing with bums and talking, you know, keeping lookouts and shit, you know? Because I had never done that, like, organized fucking kind of organized crime, bro. <laughs> you know, he, he, he was on his shit, bro. He had people keeping lookout, you know, or how to climb shit properly, how to, you know, all, all of that shit. Right? Yeah. Just, stay just clean. being smart, yeah, Damn. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then from there on, you know, I just I, I I shut my mouth and I paid attention to what they would tell me and 
And then um, they broke me down basically because I was already painting and shit, doing what I thought was cool. And then they were like, "Nah, homie, like you need to uh, do some font letters. Like you need, I like I, I need, to, I need to be able to to read your shit, bro." So then uh, I started doing font letters, like Western fonts, and um, you know, fucking um, script lettering and all this, and you know, bold, bold fucking letters. So, you know, cause like they were freeway bombers, bro. So you needed that shit bold. Right And um, yeah man I, I learned all that shit On the way You know And I've been down since man right. Well not, When Coz put you down With TK You still got a call Right Like what do you mean You got a call from Cali Oh so So like the way Like the whole initiation Like like the, the way it works um, Is uh, Or back in the day at least Like back in the day The way it worked Was uh, they, they had an undercrew Back in the day It was called T2 so they would put like a lot of the newer guys who wanted to get down with TKO into T2 to basically like see, you Where know, at. Test what they got, sure, right? you know, and how good they are. Do, do they need help with their with their structures or or their 3Ds or do they need a bomb more or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like a probation period basically. And um so I so me and my homie Heiser, we were T2 um and uh and and a few other homies, you know. And um I, I remember just being in T2 And it was like Fucking going on a year bro And I was damn. like Damn this is some bullshit dog <laughs> I was like Fucking man we, you know, we putting in mad work and shit But the homie Coz Had a plan for us You know what I'm saying So I didn't I didn't doubt him Or I didn't question it I said fuck it So anyways uh, Me and Heiser Fucking Heiser I think And now I look back at it all Heiser knew what the fuck He was doing back in the day But he was like Yo I'm from LA Let's go out there, bro. Let's fucking um, let's go out there and, and then meet the homies and shit. And just fucking paint uh, fucking LA, bro. It, it, it's gonna be a sick ass time, bro. So I was like, fuck it. I had never been to LA. So we drove out there in some bucket ass fucking Honda Civic it, and it, shit. I was gonna say, is that a, was it a Heiser vehicle? That little <laughs> yeah, little Honda fast. Civic and shit. Yeah. The big ass exhaust. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was definitely a fucking Heiser vehicle. <laughs> but uh, nah, yeah, man. We, we, we went out there, bro. And then um, we ended up linking with uh, the. The main homie who started T-Kill and it was Tumor, T-Lokes. And uh, I remember staying at like Tribe's house and then meeting all the other T-Kills, like the, like the big name fools of some back in the day, you know what I mean? So we ended up staying there for like a weekend. Um, uh, and then, you know, like they, he, he hooked us up with the other homies and we, and we put in mad work when we went out there. We went out there and stole paint. Got busy right away, bro. Put in some work and shit in LA. I remember getting chased by the cops and everything, bro. It was a crazy ass time. And so, nah, man, uh, I think Tumor saw that. He saw that we made the effort to drive 17, 18 hours from fucking Denver to LA, you know, just to meet the homies and, and put in work. And we were like 17, 18, I think, at the Damn, time. So that was a fucking. So he ended up fucking, uh, they had a big old TK meeting at the time. And, uh, he he basically put us on. He was like, from from now on, you motherfuckers are TKO, dog. So we went back, fucking happy as fuck. I was like, hell yeah, homie. You got put on by the fucking man himself, wow. right? Yeah, and then you know he overrides anything. You know what I'm saying? So we went back, and then my boy Coz was like, what the fuck, homie? <laughs> what happened, dog? I heard you fools put it down and shit, but why are you smiling at me all crazy, dog? All sinister. And I was like, hey, homie, we're TKO now, dog. You, you need to relax, dog. <laughs> yo, yo, what was that like putting in work in LA? Uh, it, was, it was crazy, bro. It was crazy because LA is a whole different world, man. You gotta worry about cops, enemies, fucking gangs, Ooh. all that shit, bro. And then it's just chaotic all around you, bro. There's homeless people. There's just mad it's people active. around you. It's active. Yeah. yeah so so you gotta be on your p's and q's. And then the, the way they bomb is on some whole different shit as well. It's very organized. Walkie talkies, everything, man. So. On some fight club shit, huh? Well, it's it's just you know you have to be one step ahead, you have to bro. Be, yeah. You have to be smart, bro, because like- in a city like LA, bro, like you'll you'll get swallowed right away, bro. It's another level. You'll get smoked out there. You'll get stabbed. You'll get popped by the cop. Whatever, bro. So yeah. you have to be on your p's and q's when you're out there, bro. So. Uh, yeah, it, it just changed the whole fucking game for me with graffiti, like how how much these these other homies took this serious. All right, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna take this shit as serious. So we came back inspired, man. Back in the day, man, if you wanted like real inspiration outside the internet, you went to like New York or LA or like these big cities, bro, where mm. graffiti's a fucking playground. You know what I mean? So you you came back. 
you know, inspired and, you know, fucking telling your homies about this, telling you, the, you know, the burners you saw on this crazy freeway spot. Like, you know what I mean? So we need to do that. Here. It changed the game. Yeah. Rollers and everything, bro. Big, big, big shit, bro. I remember seeing like the Saber fucking um, roller he did in the LA River, bro. And that shit was just like, what the fuck, nice. homie? Like, I'm over thinking what I'm doing in De- little ass Denver is fucking <laughs> sick. These motherfuckers also. Not even Godzilla playing. type yeah. shit over here, dog. So. Yeah, it it was crazy, man. It came back and uh, it was it's almost like militant minded, man. Just like it's how, on. yeah. So uh, it it was on after that, bro. It was on after that. Have you hit New York? Have you done New York? I haven't been to. I haven't been to New York yet, man. There's a few places I haven't been to. Not even to visit or nothing. Nah, I had never been to New York or Miami, man. The only, the only East Coast place I've ever been was uh, Baltimore. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, I have plans on that for sure, bro. Cause like uh, New York's the motherland of of, of, yeah. of all that shit, man. That, like that's the birthplace of hip hop. So yeah. the hip hop uh, history museum is opening soon. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. Word, word. Yeah. Hey, who were some of your like inspirations, like graffiti wise, growing up, and even hip hop wise? Um, inspirations early on. Um, I mean, uh, a lot of a lot of the local cats. Um, in Albuquerque, I would say first. Um, went Pessa, even Mike Giant. Um, fuck man, Dial, uh, the homie Gets and Bozo, man, they they've been killing it for a long time. Um, Whisk, this cat named Whisk was fucking super sick with style back in the day. Uh, those were a lot of like the Albuquerque heads. Um, who else? Like when I moved to Denver, man, it was like Coz, Preach, Voice. Fuck man, uh, who else? Uh, uh, my homie Perry and Tuss for sure, bro. But I knew them, so it was a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like at first I knew them, so I was stoked to have homies that were like, you know, high quality graffiti writers as well. Right, like really like high, high, high quality. Right, Because right. you're, you're mentioning Coes and Preach, and right. those are guys that kind of took it to the next level. Oh you yeah, know what for I mean? sure, bro. They 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 took. A lot of shit to to the next level, man. And um, voice as well, man. He's another one that's like still to this day puts him, puts in work, yeah, man. Shout out to voice, you know. Shoopy, uh, yeah, even Shoop, Shoop, uh, Shoop old yeah. school Shoop. I remember, I remember still seeing him up in Albuquerque because he he'd go up, he'd he'd be in Albuquerque out there like early on too. I remember seeing him, so I remember seeing RTD up a lot, especially with Dial, man. He he would put in a, a lot of work out there for RTD. Um, and yeah, man, I, uh, a lot of my inspirational, to be honest, man, is like a lot of my own homies. I'm like pretty lucky, like to have and know a lot of uh, my homies who are on that level as well, man. My homie Tumor, he taught me a lot as well, and he's he's one of the most like you know, uh, fuck, man, like famous tattooers that that I personally know. So it, you know, it's cool to know him as a person and shit, and eat with him and all that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah I mean He definitely got a lot of game Coming from the bigger city You know what I mean Right Right Yeah When did Talk about like the The heyday of like You know what I mean TKO Like when shit was like I want to say War 4 When that shit was popping like, Yeah I mean TKO So I'm a little biased With all that shit man I feel Like Like TKO back in the day man We definitely had a crazy impact And I, I feel like we even Um Laid down a lot of the blueprints for these uh, a, a lot of like these newer crews uh, You know be doing um, Everybody was on TKO Yeah man at one point or another You know Everybody so it, You know like like the, 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 the impact of it was crazy bro Because they did everything back in the day man they, But they were a bombing crew But they did everything bro they and and they traveled, which blew, which was like you know that shit blew my mind as well, like how big they were like worldwide and shit. And you know when I got into TKO, I had connections all over the world, and I, I think that's dope as fuck because I could travel crazy, yeah. and, and and get hospitality from fucking France or you know Brazil or or, or wherever, bro. So like that shit was it, it, I love that about TKO. Um, but you know like shit hit the fan for a while and a lot of cats had dropped so the crew fucking w- went through uh you know a kind of a dark phase for a little bit and until recently man i would say probably like three four years ago man we definitely revised it you know what i'm saying no, for sure for sure going hard as fuck you know what i'm saying uh, you know uh you know we we had some 
you know, fucking we had a meeting and then we had some shit and changed some shit and uh, and we, we got it in order again and uh, you know, fucking got that agenda going again and now we're the graffiti monsters of this shit again, man. So no, for real. Now you guys are going worldwide. Like you said, mm-hmm. you guys just went to Mexico, huh? Yeah, I just, yeah, I just got back from um, Tijuana. And, and uh, we did some nice fucking uh, some nice uh, vandalism out there. For How sure. was that shit? That that shit was crazy because Mexico's already sketchy, bro. <laughs> Man, Mexico's a fucking. It's crazy, bro. It's it's fucking. It's dope and sketchy at the same time, man. So, it keeps you on your toes, bro. And then I don't, I don't, I'm, you know, I don't really speak Spanish, you know, uh, good like that. So it's like, uh, you know, I had, I had to deal with that on top of it. But luckily, I had my homies that, you know, mm-hmm. that that do. And uh, you know, we ended up having a great time, bro. And uh, I'm like, how much people, of a great time did you have? A lot, bro. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> great time, dog. Shout out to Tijuana. And, um, what's the name? Hong Kong. What's the name of the spot? Hong Kong. <laughs> Nah, man. But uh, uh, yeah, it, it was great, man. Like uh, the hospitality too, man. Of the local writers out there, man. They showed us nothing but love, and uh, we 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 rocked the sick ass fucking Godzilla, Maxilla wall out there, and um, it was epic, bro. And um, like the food was great, fucking the women were great, the drugs were great. Yeah, yeah, I, all that shit, bro. Good times, bro. Good times. Uh, and then recently too You just came back from St. Louis right For Paint Louis Yeah the, yeah, We got like a Kind of like a last minute invite For Paint Louis So we um, The homie third actually Hooked that up And uh, we, we ended up Fucking having like 20-30 homies Meeting us out there And uh, we rocked a big old Fucking Big old wall man Like I want to say It was probably closer to like 160-170 feet long um, uh, it was a big, uh, big Mars attacks wall, yeah, man. So it was, dope. it was it's fun, bro. Yeah, thank you, man. It was, it was, it was fun, bro. And the clever shit about it is, we had like twenty, thirty TKOs out there. You know, everyone wants to paint, so we had to figure out a way how to incorporate everyone who was there onto the wall. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so. I felt, you know, like, and you know, like uh, other crews have done like a Mars Attacks theme before and shit, but we wanted to take the shit and make it into some like TKO fucking Mars Attack shit. So, um, man, the composition, the layout of it fucking just worked out perfect, bro. And we got everyone, all 25 TKOs to do their name or a tag on, on like a trash can that was in the scenery of, of right. the Mars Attacks uh, production or the abandoned buildings or whatever the you know billboards. so it worked out great bro and it was a fun time homie and uh, everyone everyone put in work for like those those three days bro it was blood sweat and tears for sure at the end of that shit and a couple homies show up two days late shout out <laughs> yeah man we always have killed homies that yeah no I, you, you said <clears throat> they, got, they just got back like the other day oh shit yeah. they just got back shout they out to out uh, shout out to my boy B Janet and, and Dulce yeah, man shout out, shout they out. put in fucking work man they're not always on time but they fucking <laughs> when they do get there man they man, they show out for sure right. uh, man my boy B Janet's a beast with it man that dude fucking killing trains and shit and He's, he's, he's just an animal with it, bro. And then little Dulce, man, she's got a lot of heart, bro. So she puts a lot of more, uh, you know, a lot of work. So shout out to them, man. They they ended up fucking coming through clutch for, you know, last minute. So they, they, that's all that matters, you know? Yeah, what kind of different, can you say what different cities were there from um, in, in St. Louis? Like other writers? Or, no, or, just, or, yeah. or uh, uh, within TKO? Um, man, we had homies from, uh, you know, obviously Colorado, uh, New Mexico, Omaha, Detroit, um, Milwaukee, LA, of course. Um, shit, shit, man. Little bit of everything. San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio. Yeah, man. We had we, we had uh, Gucci flip flops. Yeah, like I said, man. We had like 25, 30 TKOs out there, bro. And then we had some homies from St. Louis as well that were there too. And shout out to them, bro, because they went out of the way to fucking show us mad, you know, love, hospitality. I don't even think I paid for. Any any food out there, you know what I'm saying, or paint that mm-hmm. you know. So it, it was it was a great time, man. Now real quick, as Elvis was talking about this shit, he's talking about how gangster it is in St. Louis. How compare it to L.A. Like, is it kind of on that level, but a little Gang? tamer? Like, just he said it was wild out there. Uh, it man, like, it, it is, is wild, grimy, bro. Wild. No, it, it it is grimy, bro. Like you could tell, like their mentality, they don't give a fuck either. But that's like any city you go to, man. Every city's gonna she have their be. parts. Yeah, but they're just so little, and it's so and it's so saturated on the east right. side, you know, on the other side of the river. 
Oh yeah, that shit yeah. Was crazy. It, it's not like night and day, bro. Oh, bro, it was unreal. I remember bombing uh, out there, and yeah, we had we, we had we, we had little run-ins to some to, to some local cats out there, yeah. bro. But we had to let them know, you know, like we're not from there, bro. We're just yeah. we're right here painting, bro. But we, yeah. we we ain't interrupting on on their business, you right, know what I'm saying? Right, so absolutely. nah, you know, it, 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 to to me, it, it's all the same shit, bro. Every city's gonna have like their parts where like they're fucking they they do not give a fuck, you know what I'm right. saying? They're all you know, it's ignorant, arrogant, all in one. You know what I mean? Like that mentality. So, you know what I mean? Like I know how to move, or, you know, yeah. around with, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell them real quick. Whenever you're in a different city and you're bombing and you're bombing an abandoned building in the hood, it might not be an abandoned building. <laughs> Might be a motherfucking trap house. Yeah, That's why you gotta know someone who. But even still, man, like I, I was, I was saying, hey, you, you, you and the homie go check out this warehouse over here on Slauson two yo, in the morning. Where yeah, the event, right. Where the event was was super dope though, because oh, yeah. it was like a grimy ass, yeah, like industrial yeah. area. It was, it was perfect. St. Louis like is perfect. dope, bro, because it's one it of the oldest dope. cities in America, I yeah. guess. So brick city. Yeah, they, yeah, for real. And like painting on those bricks, bro, is 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 a fucking. I la- love best, that dog. Yeah. Like yeah. like a like clean brick and yeah. oh, you do a nice throwy. That shit's fucking fire right there. But uh, yeah, man, it yeah. was fucking. It was it was it was a good time, bro. I, I hadn't been out there in probably like fifteen years. You know, like we had a homie that used to live out there. My homie Bulk, rest in peace. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. I remember visiting him back in the day and shit over there, and I, I remember how dope it was. But I just hadn't been out there in, s- in such a long time, so it was good to get back out there, you know. Shit, why not? Was from there too, right? Yeah, why not? You R. know, R. Um, yeah, love, you know, um, yeah, man. Yeah, we we had a couple T kills and yeah. Hey, when you're bombing, what's like your go to man? Is it throwies? Is it fucking bombing? Yeah. Oh shit, man! All of it, bro. Uh, if if if, if it's a dope enough. Spot to where I, I could get in there and do like a little burner. I'll do a burner on that motherfucker. But but if it's on some hot boy shit, like some, you know street side shit, uh, throwy all day fill ins. Um, but I even like tagging too, bro. I like tags, you know, uh, silvers or streakers, whatever, bro. I, I like tagging. I like I like it. I like it all, bro. Like, like I said earlier, I'm a fan of it all. But when it comes to bombing, bro, um, you know all that shit. Straight letters, block letters, rollers. Um, and then my, and then my throwy, bro, my throwy is like my trademark, right? I have, a, I have like a little clown face that I do for my O, and uh, to me, like that's a, that's trademarking, bro. You know, that, that's that's like, yes. yeah. So like, that even with the TKO when you do it, like, oh look at this fool. Yeah, and then I go add my my you know my my little clown, you know, just to you know you know just that's to let so fools sick. know who did it in mm-hmm. a way, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, bro, bombing is my is my is my favorite shit. Like like there's nothing like that shit. Like when you do something dope and, and you get away with it that shit's better than like sex homie you know what I mean I love that shit bro even if it's a crazy night <laughs> yeah oh yeah I mean if it's hot it's even better too bro as long as you get away you know what I'm saying right but I've been in jail too been sitting in jail and it's been like why the fuck am I doing this laughing at myself like you're a crazy motherfucker dog it's like right. some mental illness type shit when we're trying to please other graffiti rappers and shit, this is weird ass shit. If you really think about it, it's some weird ass shit, bro. But I love it, homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I fucking, I can't explain it to my my mom or dad or you know what I mean. But I just right. know they know how much passion I have for it and how much I love it. So they're just like, fuck it. Right. And life's too short to be doing some bullshit that you ain't. You know what I mean? So. Right. Yeah. Fuck it. Hell yeah. How how do you explain like you know evolving your style, bro? Because it's always evolving. <laughs> Um. So my whole idea behind that is like no two pieces are ever the same. Um, they may have like the same foundation as far as like someone like like of the letter structure, but I always build build them to have just different energies and vibes to them. I'm real big on vibes as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can look at a piece and they'll have a certain vibe or like a certain energy to it. And I to me, I that's what it's about. If a piece can make you feel some some type of way, like that shock value or something, then to me, that's like, because I remember feeling that when I was young, looking at pieces in real life and that shock value. So that's that's always stuck with me. So when I'm, so I want other people to look at my shit and be like, what the fuck, homie? Is this fool smoking? Right. What? This fool doesn't even smoke weed? What the fuck's he doing then? You know what I'm saying? So I like I, I that like that. I, 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 yeah, yeah. So, and then not even that as well, man. It's, it's just the creativity side of it, bro. And right now I'm like into layering, layering, and layering. So it, it just keeps it fun, bro. And then certain formulas, man, different formulas. 
pu- pushing shit like Alvis was talking about earlier. Like, you start one formula, you know, like 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 the traditional way. You you outline, you fill, you outline again, and then you fucking do your three Ds, whatever, and, and a little bit of background. Right. So you know, and like I like that formula. I, I I respect it, especially the ones that have like pioneered that shit and 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 perfected it but to me i after i felt like i felt comfortable with it i wouldn't say like perfected but i would say like feeling comfortable with it i I would take that and on to another thing man you know what i'm saying so i would take that and i'd push it i I always try to push my limits with anything and um yeah and i I draw a lot too like whenever i'm not tattooing I'll, I'll, i'll i'll be drawing on my letters you know yeah you draw a lot huh yeah i try to draw like at least a couple of times out of the week i try to push myself like one once a day but it doesn't always work out like that um so a couple of times out of the week I, I try bro and it just keeps it interesting man it keeps it fun and then feeding off my homies too you know what i'm saying uh, that's always that's always been big with me as well Cause you like like you said like you you kind of there's been a resurgence and people there's more people now than there was before going yeah. out doing stuff even doing legals doing whatever you know what I mean and then that's another thing too man is uh, sticking out you know um, I don't know if it's just me bro but I feel like graffiti's at a is I don't know if uh, an all time low is the right word for it but I just I'm like kind of uninspired by a lot of shit on the internet is it because of the internet. I guess, bro. I yeah, prob- probably. Um, but everyone's just writing the same names of these fools that have put in work. Yeah, way even... way before you. You know what I mean? So it's like the graffiti rules. A lot of a lot of these new newer cats ain't really like following them, or or maybe they just don't know better, and 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 maybe no one taught them. I don't know. So there's a whole lot of that shit going on, especially in Denver that I see. You know, so like off top, you would think like you know what I mean, but that's kind of like well. A- I mean, yeah, I mean, I would assume, but not everyone grows up the way I grew up or not everyone met the, the same people that I was lucky enough to meet. So they didn't learn yeah, early on like I did. Right. Yeah. You know, so uh, it, it's one of those things, too, man. So what I do, man, is I if I could inspire, you know, my homies or some cat from the hood, from Westwood or Aurora, the east side or wherever, bro, if, if you know and then like they could see what i look like as well like being a chicano artist you know growing up poor and all that shit or humble i shouldn't even say poor poor is in other countries so i say humble but growing up humble and all that shit and having drug addict parents and shit and then take it to the level that I, that i try to push it like high quality shit and like nice nice fucking elaborate pieces that were thought out productions mm-hmm. i it, like if i could inspire someone bro to me, that that means the world. You know what I'm saying? And then I probably inspired that kid who's gonna end up being a fucking animal later on. You know, you never know. Right. So to me, I try to push those boundaries, bro. And uh, I hope maybe one day someone just, you know, what I mean, takes what I, you know, maybe they saw something that that I did and fucking runs with it, bro. And then and then they inspire other people. Right, continues down. Hell the line. yeah, hell yeah. Like it's that cycle. You know what I'm saying? And then in the Chicano culture, man, we need more of that as well, man. Um, you know. It's growing up Chicano as well, man, and being an artist and all that shit yeah. too. It's right. just living that life, bro. Yeah, man. you know, and uh, you know, a lot of you know, in Chicano culture, you know, there's a lot of clowning that goes on, a lot of shit talking early on, bro. So it, 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 you know, like if you're trying to paint shit outside of what like maybe your uncle likes or your cousins, they they'll clown you, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, you trying to be like a white boy or oh, yeah, you fucking this fool die <laughs> thinks he's Picasso and shit. You know what I mean? Because I'm over here trying to draw like some fucking right. portraits or something. You know what I mean? Nah, so I've definitely asked you to look at. Some shit, and you're like, I wouldn't put that out because big <laughs> homie's gonna clown on you and start talking mess. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I, homie. I, I so, you know, and then I didn't go to art school or college or any of that shit. Mm-hmm. So, all this shit's like, uh, basically. You're like uh, the bomba. No, I'm just playing. Nah, you know, it's just like, I, I don't even like to say self-taught either, bro, because I was lucky enough to have homies that, like, had put me on the shit. So, but I, you know, I just, I learned shit as I went, bro. And I, I seen, I paid attention. I shut my mouth and I let my ego aside for the most part with, mm. you know, as far as learning and shit. And, and, uh, I just, I just took what I understood and, and I ran with it, bro. You know, those were all your teachers in, in, yeah. in a way. Yeah, hell yeah, I mean? so, hell yeah. yeah. And I'm lucky enough to even have my homies that that definitely inspired me early on, bro. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Some yeah. of the best. Hell it's yeah, blessing, bro. Man, definitely. It, yeah, you know, that's why I love uh, TKO too, man, because it's some of the realest people that I've met, bro. And uh, and I, I keep it loyal, bro, even through all the bullshit, 
you know, all those years of the bullshit and coming back. So, so the lowest to the highs, bro. I just remember all the homies that believed in me more than than I believed in myself at the time. You know what I'm saying? So I always I, I keep it loyal with the with the homies and the crew. You know? No, for sure. Yeah. But <laughs> man, I hear you're a motherfucking Raiders fan. Fool. What's up with that bullshit? All day, every day, homie. <laughs> <laughs> to the death or what? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, man, loyalty, bro. You know what I mean? But, yeah, no, my dad was a Raider fan, and uh, his uh, his dad before that, yeah, man, so it's, you know, oh, passed down. generational man. shit. I hope, I hope Broncos hear this shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. No. That's cool shit. Yeah. I, hey, like I said, homie, I got love for the Broncos because they they got me through the, the whole COVID shutdown the hard shit. Times. Shout out to up. Von Miller, man. That fool, uh, he looked out. He might have gave me COVID, but he looked out on, on some money shit. Oh, yeah. Top uh, flight security in the world. <laughs> he right. might have gave Hell me yeah. COVID. Well, shit, man. We definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast, Yeah, right on, man. man. Appreciate you guys having me. Real quick, before we do head off, I want what kind of advice would you give out to the youngsters out there trying to do it in the game, man, like you? Because, you know what I mean? Like I said, your levels have just elevated, and they continue to elevate at such a... Alarming rate <laughs> Not alarming yeah. rate But you know what I mean uh, No I mean I, I know what you're saying uh, I would just say man Just uh, Stick to you man Don't even try to be like me Just be Be you um, Also man uh, Fuck all the naysayers Or anyone that has Any bullshit to say About yeah. anything That you try to do man Just stay just Stay true to yourself Listen to yourself more Don't Be a follower Be a leader man and uh, just do you and put in the work. Draw, man. Draw. And uh, don't stop being inspired by shit, man. You know what I mean? And just push yourself and push your peers. That's another thing, man. Be a team player. Help your people, Because that man. shit always comes back, man. 360, it always comes back. So be a team player, you know, and just do your, do your own thing and put in the work. And uh, you'll, you'll, you'll go notice, man. You know what I mean? Hard work, pay, you know, it, it, it pays off eventually, you know. So that's pretty much it. Oh yeah. Well like I appreciate you, brother, once again, you know what I mean? Coming on. Oh yeah, thank you, man. Giving us some nice shit. Shout out to all you guys, man. You guys always show me love throughout Mm -hmm. the years, man. Crook, Joe Joe already knows. Mm -hmm. And fucking Alvis, man. Always showing mad mad love and support, bro. And I appreciate it. Me and the homies really appreciate that shit. (laughs) It's all love, man. Oh, yeah, so, straight up, bro. It was cool. Appreciate was cool. you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Much love, Thank my bro. Much, much love. Through, bro. Yeah. It was dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. We'll do it again. For Part sure. two soon. We oh, out. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Woohoo.